our brains are, are set up in a incredible way for recognize like recognizing our our best friend in a probably a crowd of a you know a million you could probably do it you could have a lineup or find or find the 10 people in the world that look most like your partner and line the 10 of them up and you could still recognize your partner so it's a very fascinating thing to find try and find out what it is in a face that makes it recognizable Wilfred Wood is an artist in London he specializes in portraits I've tried drawing plants and um cars and things, but it's just, I just get bored in minutes. About eight years ago, when he was looking for new people to draw, he got an idea and put out a call for models on Grindr. Will you, will you explain to me what Grindr is? I have this, I, I, it's like a dating, it's a dating app, but you can request specific things? Uh. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. It's a, it's a, filthy pit of, of disgusting immediate gratification normally but um, which you know I can't say that I never b- brushed paths with um, in the in the nicest possible way but I I just discovered that it was possible to get models via it um, and um, uh, it turned out really useful in that sort of way because I, I you know there's lots of people who you suddenly discover are very willing or actually keen to strip off lie on my sofa and I could draw them what did you write on your on your post on grinder good question i don't remember exactly i think it was probably something like hello i'm looking for models um <laughs> I, I can remember what can you i can remember what your username was because <laughs> it's what I referred to you as to all my friends for a long time was Art Dad was your name, <laughs> which I thought was quite funny. <laughs> it, I, I don't know your whole your whole profile kind of did stand out from the rest to me. So I'm Theo. I'm a ceramic artist and I live in London, UK. Well, what was my um, profile picture? Was it just a picture of me? It was a picture of you, but wearing. Uh, a blue bucket hat as oh, well. Oh, how endearing. And, <laughs> well, I just thought you looked cool. There's a lot of people just kind of post their body or something with no face and it's kind of or knob. very boring. But um, yeah, looking for models. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of thought that sounded like fun and I'd give it a go. But also Grinder as an app can be pretty sort of disheartening and nihilistic. Yeah, I'd really had enough of it. Um, I, I kind of had met a few other interesting people through it and had kind of weird meetings of kind of, uh, I met someone who was like an astrologer and kind of did my whole star sign chart and things like that. Or, um, yeah, I was kind of more up for those sort of interesting meetings that you'd kind of, like finding people that you wouldn't usually come across through that. Um, so, yeah, it was more along the lines of something I'd be up for trying your mum did a bit, didn't she? Oh yeah, my mum. Yeah, my mum used to have a friend who was an artist, and she'd kind of uh, modelled for her a lot. So I was kind of always aware of it as a thing. And we, I kind of even did one with her as a baby. Um, yeah, so I've just been aware of it. I've done life drawing classes myself, kind of as the uh, drawing. Um, yeah, I just kind of, I don't know, it just caught me in the right moment as being up for trying something new. I'm Phoebe Judge. And this is love. 
you must have contacted me, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I messaged yeah. first. And then I saw I saw your photo and thought, gosh, that he looks terrific. I'll, I better be careful with this and not look sound too enthusiastic. And I, I think I just asked you maybe like a couple of testing questions just to see if you'd give away any sort of obvious signs that you're a creep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and then, um, yeah, and then so we just arranged, as probably a, just during the day, one day t- that I'd go over, because um, you usually always do life drawing from home. Um, yes, yeah, so I went over. Were you nervous to pose? I'm quite shy, so I think just to meet someone new, more like kind of almost talking to them or having to kind of that I'm more nervous in that way I think um but I felt comfortable enough to I mean it's only for a split second I think maybe just taking your clothes off is a bit intimidating maybe at first but then uh as soon as you start drawing then that uh, quickly goes away yeah and the first time I drew Theo I just knew that you know he was absolutely great because partly it's a combination of sort of attitude and actual physicality because he's thin and bony. So you get all these brilliant sort of knobbly knees and sticking out elbows and stuff like that. And he's got a fantastic face with a dark eyebrows and a big brow and big and ears, big ears uh, huge nostrils. His <laughs> friends call him the Black Wall Tunnel, which you won't know about in um in America, but it's a it's a, a tunnel that goes under the Thames in London, and it has two great big black holes, <laughs> which the cars go in and out of. Obviously, yeah. So uh, I'm, not, I'm not just called that anyway. <laughs> that does come from one of the one of Wilfred's drawings, um, where I was lying with my head right back, and the drawing you could see right. It was kind of my nostrils were huge in the middle of the picture. Yeah, I mean, he, he so he, he's got, he's absolutely great to draw, but also he just had a sort of very calm demeanour and seemed to, to actively enjoy um, being still and being drawn, um, which is key because if, if, you, if you're trying to draw or paint someone who slightly doesn't want to be there or is very fidgety, it's really difficult. You need the model to give themselves to you properly give themselves to you for an hour or two, whatever it is. And the other thing is that um, Theo seemed to know naturally the next pose to get into sort of thing. So I I didn't have to say, oh, can you stick your leg out and try uh, a hand on your hip sort of thing. He just immediately would naturally sort of just move, uh, turn around or something. And I say, yeah, that's brilliant. Just stay like that if that's all right. And he would. And so it, it happened super naturally and easily. I did just really enjoy kind of that extended period of time without your having your phone or any like other distractions going on. Um, and at first your brain kind of gets all a bit busy with thinking of all the things you need to do that day and they sl- slowly kind of drift away and it's almost a bit uh, meditative and kind of it felt really nice and relaxing. Um, sort of, yeah, kind of just keeping still but... Uh, still slightly doing an activity and kind of uh, with that interest of seeing what the end result will be as well. It felt natural to you? Yeah, I kind of, I was surprised actually because I'm quite an energetic person. I I like to be active, but then, um, yeah, very quickly I felt super relaxed into it and kind of you almost like, yeah, just sort of really go into like a, a meditation. And it just kind of, I think, quite naturally felt like um, 
like, oh, let, let's arrange to do it, do it again soon kind of thing. He used to always play really uh, interesting music, so while I was kind of lying there or posing, um, I was always just listening to the music and kind of that was, like, I really liked, we had a, I felt like we had a similar taste. Um, so sometimes I'd stay a bit longer and listen to music a bit and have a drink, and that was really nice as well. But yeah, it just felt really natural and easy to kind of sit and spend that time with you and talking and um, and kind of uh, did that for almost a year uh, on and off and yeah, kind of really becoming a like full-on proper friendship, I think. I suppose um, to some degree he's a very opposite sort of character to me because um, I'm quite sort of... Uh, in a way, sort of pushed along by a sort of slightly nervous energy. And um, it's uh, uh, it's slightly sort of frantic in me. I've, I've got a feeling that time's running out and that I, I, I might be knocked off my bike tomorrow and I, this is my last chance to, to try and do some good work. And Theo is calmly existing. And it's, it's, a, it's a good foil for me, in a sense. And and plus, I mean, he's just got bags of charm, um, which is an indefinable sort of thing. But he's a extremely smiley sort of person, and uh, just he, he he sort of melts um, people's defences. I think with a with a with a, a warmth and a and a genuine. He's, he's extremely real and genuine. I don't. There's not. There's no sort of side to him. I would say, and I, all those things, you know, gradually become apparent through a friendship initially. When did things start to change? Uh, it was my birthday party in my house, so there are about 30 people or something like that, and um, th it so happened that I asked Theo. Um, but I think before your birthday, I had slightly already come round to the, I think I'd I knew that I liked you more than friends kind of thing. Um, but I'd slightly thought, oh, it's kind of maybe now or never. If, uh, shall I like see if, shall I sort of ask if I should stay? It really um, takes booze though, this sort of situation. I mean, it was so, <laughs> I think we were probably so tentative, both of us about anything yeah. happening. But I had, or I had been really sort of, I think, trying to pluck up the courage for for a little while before. Um, yeah, and then sort of with a bit of Dutch courage, I did it. <laughs> Theo told us that after he'd left Wilfred's birthday party that night, he was sitting at the bus stop waiting for his bus home when he realized he had to say something. And then he texted Wilfred, do you mind if I actually come back and stay with you? Wilfred wrote back, come. Theo says, I ran all the way back to his house grinning, heart pounding, excited. And I couldn't absolutely believe it. He did, he stayed at my house and that was that. And I was absolutely astonished and amazed because I never had any idea whatsoever after drawing him for a year and knowing each other quite well that he liked me in that sort of way at all. We'll be right back.
Support for This Is Love comes from Indeed. Sometimes a new person joining your team at work can make a good team into a great one. But finding the right person can be a challenge. Indeed helps you find that perfect match when you're looking to hire. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences for job candidates and becomes more accurate over time. So the more you use it, the better it gets. Indeed will also help you with some of the busy work of hiring too, like scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates. According to a survey by Indeed, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. Listeners of This Is Love will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash This Is Love. Just go to Indeed.com slash This Is Love right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash This Is Love. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. How did things change once the two of you became a couple? I was nervous of, because we'd become such good friends and that was so nice as well, um, I was nervous of kind of that. I didn't want that to change. Um, uh, but yeah, because it, it was your birthday, we spent the next day together. Uh, it, it kind of immediately felt that we could kind of carry on as we were, um, which we did. We've kind of always sort of just stayed with, yeah, with that kind of really good friend feeling, obviously. For me, it's been... It, it, it was just marvellous from, from the word go when we got together that Theo was my model on tap, you know. Mm-hmm. So he, so if he stayed an extra hour in bed, that was a chance for me to do some drawing. Uh, but he still liked actively uh, sort of uh, being my model as well. So it was, it, he's always been my, my kind of experimental model. So if I'm trying to start to use acrylics or watercolours or something like that, I'll always push it first with Theo because he he he's doesn't mind if things go wrong he doesn't mind being made to look weird I mean he, he amazingly he'll like go along with the with with my experiments it's so nice as well that we've been able to because that's how our relationship started um but then to be able to kind of continue that throughout even if it's sometimes become more casual like if it's just that I'm reading a book and Wilfred starts drawing me but it always feels like this connection between us that um so it's quite like a grounding thing that um I don't know if whatever else is going on if we kind of come back and do some drawing together it just feels really nice and it just connects us and kind of grounds our relationship always so it's like quite a strong thing that we've had to kind of take us through these years What's it like when the two of you fight? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Absolutely bloody awful. We had a terrible row about a month ago. Oh, my God. But both of us, we're we're really not big fighters. We we both strongly, as maybe many people do, but we strongly dislike uh, confrontation. And so that that thing's like we find it very hard to do. Um, Maybe avoid it a bit too much and... So then, yeah, we can just have like small arguments and they feel horrible kind of thing. It's taken ages for us to be able to argue at all, really, because we're both so loath to do it. But I think what, yeah, as Theo says, the problem is, is if you don't argue, 
um, it builds up, some things build up, build up, and then you have an explosion and it's a nightmare. But I heard that it's the most basic thing on earth, but I just was listening to the radio the other day and someone said it's perfectly fine to argue, it's completely normal, you're bound to argue, the thing is the making up. And that just, you know, that just seems like a universal truth, but it's, it's taken us a long time to be able to argue. Yeah, and it's obviously not a nice thing to do in the moment, but it always feels like, I mean, we we always both actively try and really try and make up afterwards, and then it still feels like moving forward in some way or like steps forward and learning more about each other. Is it easier or harder, Wilfred, to draw someone you know well? It It's really funny because basically with Theo, I could almost draw him, you know, in a kind of shorthand because I, I know it so well and I know all the bits to look out for to make sure I do so that it looks something like him. But then when I'm drawing or painting friends, uh, I always think it's so much more difficult to draw them because I really know what they look like. Whereas a stranger, I'm much more easily satisfied and I think, oh, that'll do, that looks quite like them. So I think probably what it actually is, is that you, strangers are easy because you're, you're easily satisfied. Friends that you know really well, but you only draw once or twice, that's really difficult. But if you if you get anyone and draw them repeatedly, then you start to really know what they look like. You get a kind of 3D model in your head. I've got such a, a, a memory sort of bank of all different angles of Theo in my head. <laughs> Do you think you know his face now better than anyone else's? Yes, without doubt. How have the drawings changed over time? It's it's hard to tell because it's it's happened over such a long period of time. But um, yeah, sometimes we've looked through, and there there are definitely ones I can tell are the very very early ones. Um, they're like vastly different in uh, yeah, kind of now is that there's like no holding back in kind of any <laughs> uh, bright red or like yeah splodginess or funny looking and kind of but um i think definitely they were more tentative to start the portraits are done in pen colored pencil wax pencil pastels and watercolors they're often in black and white and when there is color it might be red blush on theo's cheeks or blue on his eyelids some of them look like a quick impression of a moment theo's features are sometimes exaggerated his cheekbones sharper, his teeth bigger. There's a portrait of Theo sitting on the couch looking at his phone, a portrait of him knitting, Theo sleeping. A lot of them are playful and funny, with Theo making a face or grinning at Wilfred. After Wilfred had been drawing Theo for about two and a half years, they realized they had a very large collection of portraits. And in 2019, they decided to put together an exhibit. It was called Drawings of My BF. Kind of just presented itself as a, this full body of work. But um, there'd never been that sort of plan with them beforehand. Um, but kind of, I think at one point, we just sort of opened the drawer and there was just these hundreds of drawings and uh, it kind of almost seemed like the obvious thing to do with them. What was it like to see yourself, Theo, 
on the walls of a, a whole gallery and, and see people there looking up at, at all of these drawings of you. Yeah, it was quite weird. I, I think that the whole thing felt quite surreal um, because it's until then it had just been this sort of private thing that we'd just done together always and kind of with like nobody watching or no one's sort of opinion on the drawings or anything like that. Um, and then you did the way you hung the show, you put them in chronological order around the room. So, um, yeah, you could kind of see that like slow change like around the room kind of from the early ones to the later and kind of going through different phases and things. It's like a kind of map or timeline of our relationship as well um like kind of there are some that we've done on holiday together and things like that and uh so yeah it kind of felt like this whole sort of summary of the kind of two of us as well together i've been really interested to realize that i think you could you could almost do with one model for the rest of your life because every single day there's different light. You've got a million different positions and everyone has a, a has so many different aspects of their personality or moods or, you know, there's if you enjoy drawing someone, you get you get on well, you can depict them in so many different ways. It's it's just about inexhaustible. Yeah, it does feel quite infinite i mean it just there yeah, anything like yeah i've been ill or broken my arm or have a haircut or have a spot on my face or something but that's like all of those are new things constantly for new drawings you know i, I think a lot of us most people have the experience of it of someone taking a picture of them and the, you know this little awkward second of someone taking a picture and smile and then it's over um but I don't think many people have the experience of being drawn, of having someone stare at them so intently for so long and try to capture something about them. What does it feel like to have someone do that, Theo? Mm, yeah, you, you can really feel it as well. Um, I think, well, I mean, Wilfred does draw very quickly, but it can sometimes still be half an hour or up to an hour or more and often I can't see what he's doing as well so it's uh I can just like yeah feel the kind of being studied and feel the eyes and then um I really love listening to the sounds as well like the sound of the pencil or something on the paper I can hear quite clearly in the room and you can kind of almost or try and imagine yourself like wondering which part that is or you can kind of almost feel yourself being constructed on the paper I guess slightly as if like a very long slow photo is being taken of you um yeah and it just is that kind of intimate exchange I mean even now if we can we do it quite casually sometimes um yeah it's always does feel like a kind of close bonding thing when you finish a a drawing Wilfred do you immediately show it to Theo do you kind of look at it together and yes. talk about it? Not always. Well, nearly always, I think. <laughs> no? And Theo's incredibly encouraging, nearly always, which is lovely because I'm always absolutely wracked with doubt after every single thing I do. And Theo will usually, you know... Laugh. <laughs> laugh or have a little, little jump of energy when he sees it, which is so nice, and it just keeps me going till the next one. Yeah, I do like, I think my favourites are always the ones where I kind of 
you basically look quite ugly or funny or silly. Um, I just think that I com definitely compared to a photo, I wouldn't like a photograph of myself like that, but a drawing with that kind of energy or like and like Wilfred's energy and kind of character input into it um, is really funny to see and I enjoy that. There are differences in our life experience and and what we you know what we talk about, think about, what we like, cultural things, um, going out, yeah, num any number of obvious things that you could think of. But when we're when we're when it's artist and model, it's some sort of flat ground where Theo knows his job and I know my job and we we're not chatting but we're concentrating and there's some sort of energy that buzzes between us which is a a lovely thing that I that is quite hard to describe but it's it's almost like have it's like a sort of form of communication that is uh you know an unusual one yeah no I completely agree um I was just wondering then as well, like how essential it is to our relationship. Um, it's hard to like disentangle now. But yeah, like, because we are quite different as people and I wonder where we would be if um, we didn't have this that as our kind of common ground based thing. Um, I think it's probably, you know, it's, it's the glue that's held us together is 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 putting it very strongly i don't think it's quite that but it's certainly the foundation of our relationship you could, you might say yeah and for both of us this is the longest relationship that either of us have been in and i think it's that's been such a i've just always found it the kind of a real uh strong like a strong thing that's helped us kind of uh on this long I think um, well like a, a consistent thing yeah. when when other things have been difficult yeah and, and other things change a lot but then this is, feels like a kind of constant that we can always return to and feel uh, feel that kind of initial spark again or like that so that's kind of always we're carrying that through all the way because you have this dedicated time to really pay attention to each other yeah Definitely, and um, yeah, and just that, like, yeah, the kind of no words needs to be exchanged or anything. It's more that, yeah, like the energy exchange and um, really kind of being in sync with each other and that sort of harmony thing. Um, definitely. On the day we spoke, Wilfred had just done a painting of Theo that morning. He says he's drawn Theo more than a thousand times. This is Love is created by Lauren Spohr and me. Nidia Wilson is our senior producer. Our producers are Susanna Robertson, Jackie Sajiko, and Libby Foster. Our technical director is Rob Byers. Engineering by Russ Henry. You can see Wilfred Wood's drawings of Theo Adamson in a short documentary by James Cooper called Love Means Drawing Your Boyfriend a Thousand Times. We'll have the link on our website. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at This Is Love Show. This is Love is recorded in the studios of North Carolina Public Radio, WUNC, 
We're part of the Vox Media Podcast Network. Discover more great shows at podcast.voxmedia.com. Why do you run? Why does anyone? I always thought that runners loved running, and that's not the case. Most runners hate running, (laughs) but they choose to do it. In the new docuseries, Running Sucks, brought to you by Team Milk, Abby Ayers learns why women runners everywhere are driven to go the distance. It really is about taking my power back and proving myself wrong. Team Milk is about fueling women's performance and helping them along their marathon journeys. You can sign up now for the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon taking place in Savannah, Georgia on November 16th, 2024. Learn more and register at everywomansmarathon.com.